welcome to the 1920s, where we love to drink, party, and break the laws. The 1920s were see for sure. The first part of this podcast will be introduced to you by Dominic Cloninger. Hey guys, today we are going to be talking about the new woman. In the 1920s, many women in the U.S. began to dress and act differently. According to Jalier Chamberlain, the women's dresses hung straight from their shoulders to their waist, and they were loose from their body. This was a far cry from her mother's hobbling skirts and tight waist. That was a quote from the author, Jalier Chamberlain. This means that when the women started to dress differently, older generations were confused and outraged. Wait, why were the older generations angry? I mean, it was just that the style was changing in the new generations. It happens all the time. The older generations were mad because this is the first time the style had changed and they felt like it was a problem. And they thought that all of the women should dress the same. Yeah, that makes sense. They also usually had their hair bobbed, which meant that their hair was short and not the traditional long way. They wore tight hats around their heads and instead of the big clunky ones, and instead of big boots, they wore tight medium heeled shoes that were stylish. They also loved to wear necklaces that had beads on them and bracelets. Many women began to smoke and dance as well throughout the time period, and in the 1920s, the 19th Amendment was added to the Constitution, which gave women the right to vote. And at last, they could do everything men could do. They could drive, go to college, start a business, smoke, drink, dance, and do whatever they wanted. Wait, women couldn't drive before? Women were usually not allowed to drive unless they had a man with them. In this photo, there is a car full of women arriving at the pole station to vote. The women in the car are showing off their calves, and they have short hair. They are driving, and they are wearing loose-fitted clothing. Before, women were not allowed to drive, and their hair had to be long. They were also expected to wear the traditional clothing. But now that the women did not care what anyone thought about them, they did what they wanted. This photo was taken on May 1st, 1929. And another thing about women in the 1920s is that they began to date several men and they liked to go out and party. In the past, women listened to men and did whatever they wanted to do. So women usually worked around the house and men went out and did the work. But in the 1920s, women began going out during the day with their friends to go shop or eat. Thank you, Dom, for the telling of us about the new woman. Next is up is Owen Tarkaszewski. Today, I will be talking about jazz. Jazz was very popular among some crowds, but was hated among others. In the USA, throughout the 1920s, people hated jazz. Other, older folks and people who supported prohibition thought it was morally, ba morally bad because jazz was connected to speakeasies, which was not allowed during the time of prohibition. Jazz was performed in speakeasies, speakeasies and people would dance and drink. Many people found it strange that people would go out to dance, but we gave jazz a bad na name and reputation was them performing. Since people connected jazz to alcohol, people despised jazz. Was jazz illegal like speakeasies? No, it was not illegal. It was just that many people didn't agree with it. Some folks were even saying it was ruining America. This made it a reason why it was a challenge to normalcy. With people connecting it to bad things at the time, some people despised the music. The picture of Duke Ellington and his band shows that like some people would go and watch these people in speakeasies. Uh, some people loved them, and other people hated them. Uh, one source said that early jazz musicians performed for a variety of reasons and audiences. Private parties, dances, funerals, marches, and innumerable other informal events sustained in bars and honky-tonks. Since jazz wasn't, was played in bars, it wasn't, it wasn't accepted. Thanks, Owen. Next up is Matt. Hey guys, I'm going to talk about technological, technological advancements in the 1920s. 
Inventors were making technological advancements such as war surplus aircraft engines, power racing boats, and communication advancements in 1921, such as the walkie-talkies. The electric guitar was also created in 1929, but most the most revolutionary advancement was in the entertainment business with the introduction of the TV in 1928. What was on TV? They usually had on some shows, movies, or the news. There was no color, though, and it was black and white. Why did technological advancements happen? Usually to make life easier for American citizens. Also, advancements were made because of World War I, to make America safer and more prepared for war, as seen with the aircrafts and boats. One source, when asked about, technolo- about te- technology in the 1920s, said this. Although technological changes of the 1920s seem trivial now, they were revolutionary in their time. Traffic lights, commercial radios, hair dryers, and bulldozers were some of the 1920 inventions that would change daily life indefinitely. In the photo, in the photo, announcer in the radio station speaks into that metal device, which is the earliest form of the microphone. This is one example of how many devices we use today were first developed in 1920. Thank you, Matt. Next up in my segment of today's show, I will be talking about the challenges against prohibition in the 1920s. The majority of young people in the 1920s didn't like the new law put in place for banning alcohol. They actually hated it, and 80% of the population broke that law. Even our own president broke it. Did anyone get into trouble since so many people were doing it? Not a lot of people got caught, and if they did, there wasn't a huge punishment. People broke the law and it was happening all over the U.S. They did this because people wanted their liquor, but in an attempt to bring and return an emergency back, the government passed a law which banned all alcohol drinking. This led to the majority of people sneaking around making their own liquor and going to places like speakeasies to drink and party, which challenged the normalcy the government tried to bring back. In the picture I found provided by ProQuest and Arbor, it shows two guards or policemen standing next to the utensils to brew beer. I believe they can confiscated this from somebody's house that was making their own liquor because it is illegal. This shows to what extent people would go for their liquor. Lots of people challenged prohibition and did many things like this. Al Capone was also involved. He stated, all I do is to supply a public demand. Somebody had to throw some liquor on that thirst. Why not me? He was the most famous mobster of that time. This shows how people of this time were not happy about prohibition and wanted their alcohol back. People also did more sneaking around in speakeasies, which were hidden places where they would listen to jazz, party, and drink. Just more example of the extent people would go for their alcohol. Finally, a a recent article says many people who regarded themselves as victims of a bewildering law and expected regularly to violate it nevertheless praised it is a high-minded achievement for the next generation. I believe this shows that the people were also doing it because they wanted to change on the way life was and they were trying to challenge normalcy and help change life for the next generation and evolve. Well, thanks for joining us today in our trip back to the 1920s and we hope you enjoyed your stay here.